As pitchers and catchers report this month, which also means spring training obviously starts this month, I've got one preseason hot take for you guys, and it's about one of the Nationals' top prospects. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals or all your latest Nationals news and notes. Just make sure to check us out over on there. And of course, while you're at it, search Locked On Nationals wherever you get your podcast, including over on YouTube for the video version of the show. You will not want to miss that. Of course, check us out. Just search Locked On Nationals. Again, Locked On Nationals wherever you get your pods, and that is where you will find us. Later on, just kind of get into some pitchers and catchers reporting for really just two weeks from now, which is insane to say. Baseball season is right around the corner. You can kind of smell it in the air. The sun's starting to stay up just a little bit longer now. Baseball's coming, guys. So let's get ready. Pitchers and catchers reporting anytime soon. Second base, I think, is one of the most intriguing positions for the Washington Nationals heading into 2024. We kind of discussed this a little bit early on in the offseason with Luis Garcia and kind of what to expect with him and really what to expect the second base job moving forward. So... Who takes the job? Obviously, Luis Garcia, you would think, is going to be your opening day second baseman. But who's going to take the job for the long run? We'll discuss that a little bit later on in today's show. But first and foremost, we will start right here. This is one of my things that I just truly do believe in going into this offseason. I'm going to tell you one of my prospect hot takes about this Nationals team. But before that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. And we get started with this because going into 2024, again, this year is going to be about the prospects. It's going to be about building your farm system up and really developing up the guys up in the majors. You have Kibet Ruiz as well that you look to take a step up. You've got Luis Garcia you want to see take a step up. You've got C.J. Abrams who's been developing on the run here up in the majors as well. Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray. It's still all about the young guys, but don't forget about the big young stud prospects down in the minor leagues. And the Nationals, you hear all the names. Dylan Cruz, James Wood and Brady House. Those are the three big guns down in the final in the minor leagues for this Nationals team. But beyond that, I've got one hot take. And I hate that word. I hate that phrase, hot take. It's just so clicky and all those different things. But my big hot take about this Nationals team, you're not going to see Dylan Cruz up in the majors first. You're not going to see James Wood up in the majors first. And you ain't going to see Brady House up in the majors first. I think you see Trey Lipscomb up in the major leagues before any of those big-time prospects. Yes, I said it. The 2022 third-round pick out of the University of Tennessee, I think Trey Lipscomb makes it up into the majors before any of those guys going into 2024. Now, here's my case for that. 
Obviously, if you're a Locked On National, if you're an everydayer, if you listen to this podcast, first and foremost, thank you. Second off, you know I've been very high on Trey Lipscomb. I think with what the Nationals are right now, where they are, you don't need to rush up Dylan Cruz. You don't necessarily need to rush up James Wood or even Brady House. But as far as the Nationals' needs go and what Trey Lipscomb provides for any team just trying to compete and just trying to win on a daily basis, I think what Trey Lipscomb offers right here and right now is greater than the other guys with Dylan Cruz and James Wood and Brady House. Trey Lipscomb is a very good prospect. Won a gold glove down in the minor leagues this last year, obviously because his defensive metrics were just amazing. Moved him all over around the infield, played all four positions. Right then and there, that value is through the roof. This is someone who could play first base, second base, shortstop, and even third base. All four of those positions, the Nationals right now, you have C.J. Abrams at shortstop. That's really it. That's really all you have at this moment in time that's like set in stone. So going into this season, I think Trey Lipscomb is going to make the jump before any of those guys. And the reason why I say that is because I think they look over at the hole at third base and second base and say, we're going to need some help here. The Nationals, they can't get this job done by themselves. And obviously with that said, Trey Lipscomb could be making the jump maybe midsummer. I don't think it's going to be all too early on into the season. But the reason why I say that is because I think he is so advanced as a fielder already, and he's good enough at the plate offensively as we saw him kill the ball down in A Harrisburg to start his stint there. I think Trey Lipscomb starts the year at AAA and then ultimately kind of makes his way up into the majors maybe by midway summer. And the reason why I say that is because I think the Nationals and their long-term solutions just really aren't there. Something bad will happen in which you don't really want to call up Brady House you don't really want to call up Darren Baker at this moment. I think the Nationals could go for someone like Trey Lipscomb. Looking at second base, there's no long-term solution there at this moment in time. Luis Garcia is going to get the shot most likely, but even then, you can't really say that he's going to be there for the entirety of the season. Over at third base, Nick Senzel. I mean, he's one of our key signings this offseason, but even then, you know what to expect, and the expectation is not all too much. I think Trey Lipscomb is going to bring value there, not only defensively, but I think the Nationals, and if he were to continue to hit the way he were just last year, you're going to see him fly through this minor league system. And all things considered, I just have the feeling that Trey Lipscomb is going to have kind of a pretty big impact. This is kind of something that I was kicking around earlier this morning. Trey Lipscomb kind of reminds me of a Danny Espinosa type. If you look back at Danny Espinosa's career, and really down in the minor leagues as well, Danny Espinosa wasn't some crazy big prospect, but the Nationals really liked him early on in his career. Very good def- defensive fielder, solid at the plate, can make contact, did strike out a lot up in the major leagues, but still, I think Trey Lipscomb kind of fits that category as well. I don't think he's going to be as an elite of a defensive fielder as Danny Espinosa, but I think with him, with Trey Lipscomb, He's going to be kind of your super utility guy, someone who can fill in at shortstop, someone who can fill in at second base, third base, really wherever you need him. And also, every now and then, he can hit pretty well. Now, I think Trey Lipscomb has the potential to be a much better hitter than a Danny Espinosa, but looking at the utility role that he played back in the day, in the early 2010s, mid-2010s, whichever way you want to look at it, I think Trey Lipscomb can kind of fit that role, not just down the line for the Nationals, but heading into 2024. I think there is value there. 
And I think the Nationals, they're probably not going to be as reluctant to hold him back as they may be with James Wood or a Robert Hassel or guys like that who they have a lot of eggs in their basket for and can't really just bring them up there and see what they can do and see if they can swim up at the major league level. But with someone like Trey Lipscomb, someone who has proven time and time again that he's an elite defender and also has been above average at the plate, I think you're willing to roll the dice for someone like him rather than some of your top prospects. You want to make sure those guys are good, ready to go, hopefully pretty early on into the season. But someone like Trey Lipscomb, I was just kind of thinking about this. I don't necessarily see the Nationals kind of sticking with James Wood or Dylan Cruz and just kind of throwing them up in the major leagues into the lineup at some point this season. I could see that with Trey Lipscomb, though. That is why, as far as like a hot take go, again, I hate that phrase so much, but as my hot take is, I think it's Trey Lipscomb. He's going to make the jump into the major leagues before any of those guys do, and for all the reasons that we listed, it just makes the most sense at this moment in time. It feels right. It feels like he could make that jump, and you really probably wouldn't question it all too much because the Nationals, they've got needs. And again, all this is about in 2024, you can't be having a logjam of prospects. And when you look at what Trey Lipscomb does and where he has played, there's really no logjam there. And then also, you're going to want to see Brady House move his way up through the majors. You're going to want to see other prospects make their jump. Trey Lipscomb, he's going to have to fit somewhere in this role. Yohandi Morales, he's going to have to fit somewhere in this role. Those are three third basemen, technically, that, you know, you got a lot of eggs in those baskets. Some guys are going to have to move up maybe a little bit quicker. Some guys will have to move up a little bit slower. So I think Trey Lipscomb is going to be the one to really kind of move up the trajectory here and maybe make it to the majors by some point this July, maybe June. It'll, we'll just have to see what he does down in the minors, but going into 2024, I'm calling my shot. It's a half-court shot, but I'm going to make it. I think Trey Lipscomb, he makes his debut before any of those big-name prospects do heading into this season. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And, of course, check us out over on YouTube. Just search Locked on Nationals. And of course, hit that subscriber button for us, please. And that is something that you will not regret, hopefully, hopefully, going into this off season or into this in season, rather. What am I saying here? Whatever. Next, let's get into second base because, again, as we kind of alluded to this last segment, second base is an intriguing position for the Nationals. What will happen? Luis Garcia likely will be the second baseman on opening day. What's going to transpire after that? We'll discuss that after I tell you guys about our good friends over at eBay Motors. And guys, when I tell you about eBay Motors, I want you to know that passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 billion parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep a ride or die alive at eBay Motors. 
gmail.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guarantee fit, only available to U.S. customers. Again, eBay Motors, try it out. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Ryan Clary. Catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and search the show wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Nationals and hit that subscriber button. Now, second base is a really intriguing position for the Nationals heading into the season again. We've kind of tackled this subject a little bit earlier now, but let's do it from a different angle here. Luis Garcia is going to be the opening day second baseman. That's what it is. But as far as spring training goes, and as far as what you expect with the Nationals, you got a couple different options here. Moving forward over at second base. We already kind of discussed one with Trey Lipscomb, who's going to be in spring training. There's also a couple others that, in my opinion, very intriguing for this Nationals team. You've got Rule 5 draft pick Nassim Nunez, in which he's going to be up in the majors. He's going to be on the opening day roster no matter what, based on Rule 5 eligibility. But here's the options. Luis Garcia over at second base. He's going to be your opening day starter. Nassim Nunez, Trey Lipscomb, and Darren Baker. Those four guys, at some point, you're going to see them over at second base at some point this season, in my opinion. But who's going to be the one to take the job? Who's going to be the one that you are saying in August all the way through September is going to hold that second base job? Because in my opinion, it's not going to be Luis Garcia. I think the Nationals, again, they kind of showed what they thought about Luis Garcia last year when they sent him down to AAA and kind of wanted him to see him kind of step up a little bit. Mike Rizzo talked about it with the sports junkies on 106.7 The Fan. It was surprising as hell when they sent him down. Not a lot of people were happy. I was sure not happy about that decision, but now sitting back from it, kind of learning and kind of reading the tea leaves, I think it was probably the best decision for Luis Garcia to be sent down. He had a preparation issue, and ultimately, if you're not going to be preparing up in the major leagues and you're still a young prospect and you're still not getting the job done, which Luis Garcia certainly was not, then yeah, send them down. I don't see the issue with it looking back at it in hindsight. But going forward, I think it's going to be Trey Lipscomb. I truly do believe that Trey Lipscomb is going to be the guy to take this national second base job down the line. Now, I don't think it's going to come overnight. I don't think it's going to happen opening day. But I think down the line, again, kind of going back to our last segment, I think Trey Lipscomb is going to be a legit prospect for this Nationals team. Again, he's not going to be a top 100 prospect. He's not going to be this big-time, flashy prospect. But here's the thing that you have to consider. Davey Martinez and Mike Rizzo, after 2022, they realized one thing and one thing in a big way. Defense is a lot more important than what they thought back in 2022. Hand up, it's a lot more important than what I was thinking as well. 2022, the pitching staff was an ultimate disaster. A disaster. We all know it. It was not good. It was not fun. But back in 2023, this last year, you saw a much improved defense in the infield particularly. And I think that is what helped this pitching staff in a lot of ways. Not just the starting pitching staff, but also the bullpen staff. And again, both those jobs really weren't all too great. The starting pitching staff still wasn't amazing. The bullpen still was not good. But here's the thing, they did help a lot. And I think the defense and having Dominic Smith over at first base certainly helped you a lot, kind of being the scoop king over there is what I would refer to him as. But now going into this season, they're going to be really prioritizing second base, in my opinion. 
They're going to want that marriage of C.J. Abrams and the next second baseman moving forward. They wanted to give it a try with Luis Garcia. They're going to run it back again this year and see if Luis Garcia can take this job. But ultimately, I've kind of seen it before. You've seen Luis Garcia up in the majors since 2020 in limited stints at portions of time. But now, it's either time to take the job, Luis, or not. And I'm not thinking that he will at this moment. I don't think Luis Garcia necessarily has what it takes to take this job and run with it. But looking at it with Trey Lipscomb, I think that is going to be the marriage up the middle. I think that is when you see C.J. Abrams and Trey Lipscomb, you can start to see that chemistry match up a little bit. And also, I think it's going to help your defense tremendously. Because again, Luis Garcia, while he wasn't god-awful over at second base defensively like he was over at shortstop, it still was not good enough. And there's still a lot of room for improvement, which again, he very much so could improve this year. But looking at it with Trey Lipscomb, won a gold glove down in the minor leagues for a utility guy. He can play second base flawlessly from what it seems like down there. I think Trey Lipscomb, that is going to be the guy moving forward. He's going to be your partner over at second base in order to, pace, uh, in order to pair C.J. Abrams with him. Both young guys, young 20s, learning their way up in the major leagues. That is going to be an important thing for this Nationals team. And I think if they were to put eggs in the basket for Trey Lipscomb potentially being your starting second baseman in 2025 and beyond, then I think the Nationals would be smart to kind of get that relationship started. If they vision Trey Lipscomb, which by the way, they very could vision this and really think that this is going to happen going forward. If you think that Trey Lipscomb is going to be your opening day second baseman in 2025, you better get this ball rolling now. Have C.J. Abrams and Trey Lipscomb be with each other for this season. See what they can do. That also kind of goes into why I think Trey Lipscomb will be the first one to make it up into the major leagues. Now, again, this is a big Trey Lipscomb propaganda show. And you may be thinking, what is your obsession with it? Because the Nationals, they've got some intrigue with Nassim Nunez, who's a stud defensively over at second base, who could also fit this category. There's also another guy like Darren Baker, who's been solid defensively out there. There's a lot of different options the Nationals could go. But as far as flashy prospects go, as far as kind of utilizing the best and trying to get the most juice out of a squeeze here, I think it's going to be Trey Lipscomb going forward. Nassim Nunez, early on in the season, you're going to see him over at second base. It'll be intriguing in which the Nationals decide to go with Nassim Nunez because, again, his numbers at the plate down in the minors are just simply not good enough. But looking at it from kind of this side angle view, it's going to be Trey Lipscomb. And in my opinion, as we kind of talk into this more, it just gets more obvious, more obvious, and more obvious as time goes on. So we'll see what the Nationals do. But Trey Lipscomb, this was a propaganda show for my guy from the University of Tennessee. Don't be surprised, Nationals fans. This guy can make a difference going into 2024. And again, to kind of put a bow on the show, you could see him maybe make that jump sometime this season. Be a starting second baseman, and who knows what the future will hold. But again, that Danny Espinosa of this era, I kind of see that resemblance now. It's starting to come into existence just a little bit. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And next, let's kind of get into some spring training notes. Let's kind of get into some pitchers and catchers reporting who could be opening? Who could be the opening day starter? Why not? Let's get into that here after I tell you guys about our. 
best friends over at FanDuel. And guys, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. What I love about Super Bowl Sunday is the buildup to the game, but you know what's a big key part of that buildup is looking through FanDuel, trying to find the best bets through their parlay hub or whatever it is, and that is why you want to be with FanDuel because they have so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or maybe 10. You never really know. Not only you can bet on the Super Bowl and who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown and, of course, how many points will be scored, and so much more. So new customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And thank you all for making Locked On Nets your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, it is February 1st. Pitchers and Catch report February 14th on Valentine's Day. We are close. We are very, very close to opening day at this moment in time. Let's highlight this real quick because as Pitchers and Catchers report, come on, it's February. This is the time where you're tired of winter. You just want spring ball to be here. And of course, that means opening day. That means baseball, hot dogs, beers, whatever you want. Summer, of course, around the corner as well. Come on. It's a great time to be a Nationals fan as we sit here today. Or is it? I don't know. I like the Nationals. So there's that. Who's going to be the opening day starter? We've always kind of had this dog and pony show of Patrick Corbin going out there. And this is kind of something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And again, we're going to tackle this so many times before opening day comes around, but Who's going to be the opening day starter this year? The last few years, you've had Patrick Corbin go out there, which, listen, Patrick Corbin, again, franchise legend. I know some people may disagree with that. 2019, Game 7 winner for that Nationals team. Franchise legend for the rest of time. Someone that you cannot disrespect in any way, shape, or form. You don't win that 2019 World Series without Patrick Corbin. So let's set that boundary right then and there. Are we really going to do opening day Patrick Corbin again? And you have Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray coming off an all-star stint. You got so many different options now. Here's the thing. Baseball is a little bit different. It's a little bit about respect. And as you're going to be opening, opening day is going to be on the road this year. Are you really going to put Patrick Corbin out there? Are we really going to do that again? When you have guys on this roster, like Josiah Gray, who, by the way, probably deserves it the most out of all the pitchers on the staff, even more so than Mackenzie Gore, who is my guy, who is the quote-unquote ace of the staff in 2024, in my opinion. I'm giving the ball to Josiah Gray. You just have to at this point. Coming off an all-star season, and again, I understand the respect standpoint of this, but do you really have to? I just have a feeling that the Nationals, that's probably what they're going to do. And again, this is something that we could worry about some other day, but I chose to do it today because pitchers and catchers report this month, and it's so soon. We're two weeks away from it. We're two weeks away from seeing video of Cade Cavalli potentially throwing off the mound, getting ready, getting amped up for the season. You're going to see Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, all the different guys that you want to see. Jake Urban coming back from an impressive rookie season. There's so many different things to look out for. 
But I'm telling you, just don't do Patrick Corbin again, please and thank you. Thank you all for making Locked On Nats your first listen every single day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Two weeks away, everybody. Baseball is right around the corner. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Have a good one.